What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Legends of Athletics podcast. It's your boy, Justin Miller. Um, it's been a while, and I'm glad you guys, my, my audience, I'm glad you guys have stayed tuned, uh, stayed in tune with me. Um, I've been getting some emails, some DMs about new shows, things like that. Of course, you know, uh, when you marry, you have a family, have kids, things like that. You know, scheduling sometimes can get a little hectic. So, you know, you're not, it's not as free. It's not as laid back as the summer when you have all kinds of free time. You know, of course, you got homework, you got uh, ball games to attend, you got school events to attend and all that that, that different stuff. And so um, things are, are, are a little different. But um, for this podcast to, today, um, this is not necessarily um, I'm not necessarily talking to you guys about um, anything that's um, health related uh, necessarily. Nothing that's sports training related. Any, uh, well, it's kind of sports related. But, you know, just overall, you can use this for sports. You can use it for your life. Um, but, you know, the thing that I want to talk to you guys about is, do you need makeup to look good? Um, I know I was talking to some of my athletes about this probably um, a week or two ago. Um, if you know me, you know I keep up with sports. I, I try to keep up with it as much as I can. Um, being involved in sports, I don't really watch sport. I watch sports a lot, but I don't watch it as often as I did um, in my earlier years, and I'm not even old, I'm only 29, but I don't watch sports nearly, um, in, in the, uh, I don't indulge in it in the, uh, I can't think of the word, I, I don't indulge in a whole lot these days, I indulge as, you know, as I pass by, or if I'm doing different things, but anyway, the, the point is, do you need makeup to look good? Um, I was thinking about this from a standpoint of, of, you know, um, when I was out there before I got married out there in a dating world and, you know, on the scene and, and things like that. <clears throat> and I, you know, I've always been attracted to natural beauty, um, a woman who doesn't need a lot to enhance herself. Now, um, the enhancements can take take them to another level, but don't necessarily need them to be beautiful or to be pretty. Um, per, so to speak. So, um, I was thinking about that, and I got the term from watching um Fox Sports Undisputed with Shannon Skip and Shannon, and you know he was talking about talking about this in a in a reference to Baker Mayfield, I believe it was. No, it wasn't. It was uh to Dak Prescott, and he was saying you know Dak needs the makeup in order to look good. So he has to have all the pieces there. He has to have the receivers. He has to have tight end, the great offensive line, the great running game, things like that in order to make his game look good. And I think about it from a standpoint from a woman, you know, some women um, have to have the makeup, everything, hair hair done right, nails right, had the right outfit, right clothes, um, everything like that in order to look good. Same thing for men. Some men had to have a haircut in order to look good. Had to have the nicest clothes, the nicest cars, nicest uh, shoes, things like that in order to look good. But when you can make yourself look good without all the extra, then that's when you are able to perform. You're able to to always work at a higher level when things are better. Um, I think about it from this point. As far as sports goes, right? So, in sports, a team is only as good as I'm sorry, y'all. I had a got a missed call, but in sports, a team is only is only as good as the uh, the head coach allows them to be, right? So, a head coach um, 
sets the tone for the team. What the head coach does, it basically, in nine times out of ten, is going to trickle down to the team. So if a head coach is real laid back, things like that, his team will probably be even kill laid back type guys. If a coach is aggressive, overly <clears throat> over the top, this and that, whatever, his team will more than likely mimic that. If a coach is disciplined, his team will be, you know, you get my point, my drift. And so and on a team, it's easy to lead when everything's going well. Um, but not so much when things are not. I I in my life have played in both scenarios. When I went to Plantersville Junior High School um, in Plantersville, Mississippi, which is so small, it's, probably, it's not even on the map, but <clears throat> we had a great time. I had a great time playing with my friends, had a great time playing the game that I love, but we lost every single game. And, you know, though that was in... I was in seventh grade at the time, and of course our school was so small, the seventh grade seventh graders had to play with the eighth graders in order to make a team so that we could play. And so, um, you know, I remember us losing every game and, you know, us not really we had a coach that was kinda laid back, um, this, that, whatever. And of course it was middle school ball, so it wasn't that serious, but um, you know, that kind of trickled down to to us in a sense, but we wanted to win. We just did not have the pieces and uh to win and we didn't have the the game plan to win things like that but um you know i think to that team and think like you know we had it wasn't uncommon even though we were in middle school for guys to get suspended the day of the game um you know not really care about you know playing this that whatever and then i remember transitioning to tupelo in my in my eighth grade year and playing at Tupelo, of course, I played at Tupelo from eighth grade all the way up, but playing there <clears throat> and going undefeated and how uh, it was like the 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 culture was night and day. Uh, when I was at Plantsville, things were kind of, you know, as they come, you know, if we win, we win. If we lose, we lose. Um, you know, just however it happened, that's just what it is, what it's going to be. At Tupelo, there was a standard that was set. Um, there were leaders that were made. And there was a level that you were going to play at each and every time that you stepped on the field. And there was a pride that you took in what you did in order to reach that level and excel. Um, my coach in eighth grade taught us something that stuck with us to, through high school, through I think with many other guys. And, you know, some of us took it for a grain of salt. Some of us took it and, and ran with it. But... <clears throat> You know, you can always be, you can always feel like the big dog wherever you at, but every dog has his day. And even when you play the game, there's good to have that level of excellence, but sometimes you are asked to um, excel over or exceed above that level of excellence in order to make something great happen. And so I say all that to say this, right? For some kids out there who are not in great programs, and you may be wanting to put yourself in a better position to get looked at on a collegiate level in order to play college football or basketball or baseball or, or whatever you your aspirations are. You can't like you can look at where you are and you may be at a smaller school. The talent pool may not be that high, but what you can control is what you put out there for people to see. So. You know, I've had the opportunity to watch 
many high schools this year. And the thing that I see with schools that aren't as successful as others is the lack of leadership. Um, it's easy to lead, as I said before, when things are going great. But who can step up and be a leader when things are not going so great? Who can step up and make the team look good when the team is not that great? Um, for instance, many times I know with quarterbacks, um, and, and, you know, I've been a prisoner of the moment. I've been one of those people in the stands that, you know, they say, hey, man, if they had a better line, he'll look better. If the receivers catch the ball, it'll look better. But how many people can make the, the ones around them better by improving your game? How can you make the people around you better by improving your game? Uh, anybody that knows me knows I'm a huge LeBron James fan. And one of the things I like about LeBron James is he's played on many teams. Not saying I like this factor, but that's the way that the cards went. But he's played on many teams with a lot of guys that are considered no names. A guys, a lot of guys that are considered role players, this and that, whatever. But because of his level of play, he's he raises the level of play of those around him. And you know that's what when we talk about do you need makeup to look good. That's called I don't need makeup to look good. I just play at a level that makes others look better than what they actually are. So if you are a receiver, of course, a receiver is a dependent the position is dependent upon having a great quarterback. But if you are a receiver and you have a sub a subpar quarterback or an average to below average quarterback, what can you do to make that quarterback look better? Can you run shorter routes? Can you become more athletic in order to make uh, catches and make plays on the ball that um, more times than not the average receiver would not make? Or are you just making excuses that the ball wasn't placed where I wanted it, so therefore I'm not going to make the effort to go get it? Um, same thing, you know, with running backs. You know, it's a dependent position. But are you giving all your all every time you get the ball and run it, or are you just complaining because everybody on your offensive line is five foot eight, five foot seven, five foot six, 180 pounds, 70 pounds, and you know the competition is is a little a little better. Um, could you add more to your game? Could you be more versatile? Could you block more for the quarterback on pass pro? Could you uh, slip out into the flats and catch a, catch a few passes to to make the offense better? Same thing with quarterbacks. Are you just complaining that? Um, when the, the center hikes the ball that it's not coming directly to your stomach or your chest or your face, wherever you prefer the ball at each time, or are you going to make the best to, to make the, your offensive line look good? Can you climb the pocket? Can you step up in the pocket? Can you roll out sometimes? Can you make a quick read um, and not a predetermined, not predetermined read, but make a quick read in order to make your offense better? You know, defensively, can you – study more film to make to help um make those guys around you better. No, nah, everybody's not going to make it to the next level. That's just the reality of the game. But you can do everything you can to make those around you better. Um same thing for those of us who are in the work the workforce, um who go to work each and every day, um who hit hit the clock each and every day in order to make you know, to of course to make to pay bills, but you know to make a better way for our families. Like, can I learn my job more to 
make us put us in a better position that we may get better raises or that we may get more business or that we may satisfy our customers more or that our clients may may not look across the street or look to greener pastures because uh, the service that we give them is worth uh, what we're asking um, for in return as far as the pay goes. Like are, are those things, those things are what you do when you don't need makeup to look good but when you need the makeup to look good that's not called that's not being a legendary player that's not called being a great player that's not called being a great worker that's just called you know what i'm saying i'm in a great position in order a great system that's <clears throat> that is that has given me all the tools necessary in order to be a better version of myself Tom Brady is a great example of not having makeup to look good. This guy, yeah, he's a product of the system, but he has perfected the system. He's a 40-plus-year-old quarterback. Drew Brees, the same category, a 40-plus-year-old quarterback that can take no-name receivers. Tom Brady, I, I got to speak on Tom Brady with this because Drew only has one championship. But Tom Brady can take no-name receivers and make them greats, take them to the playoffs, go through the playoffs, go to the Super Bowl and finish the job and win the Super Bowl with a list of no names. Stop making excuses for why you can't do what it is that you that you have set out to do. Stop waiting on things to be favorable for conditions to be favorable for everything to go right in order to do what it is you that you are setting yourself up to do the thing that that you want to happen in your life you know you have to set goals in order to, to reach but set goals that you cannot only that you not only have to push yourself hard to reach but that you can exceed in the process pull something out of yourself to help you reach that pivotal that pivotal that pivotal point i'm sorry uh and what it is that you're that you're aspiring to do that you're trying to go after i mean i think about it with myself right when i started this podcast i'm gonna be real with y'all when i started this podcast only thing i had was my computer i didn't have um studio equipment i didn't i didn't even have a studio didn't have um a whole lot of funds but i got started by using what i had the same thing with this train with my training business of course before it was legends of athletics it was Geek Physiques, and when I started Geek Physiques, I was fresh out of college, broke um, to the point that I had zero equipment. Um, the only equipment I had was I had an old, like, it was like a, it wasn't even a, a high school football. It was like an old plastic, like, football. Um, I didn't have any cones. I didn't have any, like, no ropes, no resistance bands, none of that stuff, no mini hurdles, none of that stuff I got today. I had none of that. And so I learned to train by using my brain, not trying to be be a uh, Dr. Seuss or anything, but I had to become creative. You know what I'm saying? I didn't I couldn't wait on conditions to be favorable because I had to start somewhere. Same thing when you're trying to lose weight. You know, you not the journey don't start when I can afford to go to the grocery store and buy all of the healthy um, foods and things like that that I need. The journey starts when you make that step uh, saying, well, today I'm going to take the steps. Today I'm going to park a little far further from the door when I go to the grocery store. Today I'm going to, you know, walk around the block. 
today I'm going to do the small things. And so you can't wait on conditions. Things will get better once you take the step, but you got to take the step. Like Again, remember, do you need makeup to look good or do you not need it and you just going to look good? And the, when you do get the makeup, it enhances what you already got. I mean, look, I, I, again, I had to use myself. I've been doing this for five years. I've been training for five years. And over the course of the five years, I've learned many things that work. I learned a lot of stuff that doesn't work. But one thing remains the same. You put your best foot forward. You go to work each and every day with your hard hat on. And you do the things that you need to do and put the people that are around you in the best position to succeed. Great things will happen. But if you don't do the work, if you don't put put people in the best position to succeed, if you don't study the material, if you don't perfect your craft, if you don't take the time to learn your craft, then you will put yourself in a great position to fail. And so with that, I'm going to close this podcast out. And, you know, I want you to remember this, right? The whole week, this week, I want you to just keep this in your in your mind. Do I need makeup to look good or can I look good without it? The best women in the world don't need makeup to look good each and every day. But when they put it on, it enhances them and you will turn heads everywhere. But even without it, you still are able to turn heads and get the attention that you're seeking. Um, And with that, that's going to be the end of this podcast. Don't forget to like this podcast. Rate, comment, and subscribe. Uh, let us know what we could be doing better. Let us know what you like, what, what you dislike, this, that, and the other. Um, if you're looking for us on social media, if you're on Instagram, follow us, follow us at Legends of Athletics 19. If you're on Twitter, Legends of Ath. If you're on Facebook, Legends of Athletics. And if you don't have any of those three platforms, if you're not on any, any one of those three, then you can email legendsofathletics19 at gmail.com. And until the next time, as I say all the time, do the things that legends do. Take the road, let's travel, make your way, and get 1% better each and every single day and be legendary.